0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And we are super excited to be here again to talk about college football, to talk about Mississippi State. Um, not really excited about watching the game that's about to happen, but yeah, um, no. excited to talk about it nonetheless. <laughs> um, we've got a game from last week against Auburn to talk about. It was, a, it was a beautiful game that we are super excited to dive back into. It was just a good game. Um, it was just a good game all around. Uh, scoreboard. Scoreboard, um, and then obviously looking ahead to the Georgia game, gonna make our picks for the <laughs> week, and uh, maybe answer some Instagram questions at the very end. So it's it's not a normal episode, as as you can tell. I mean, we're we're doing a lot of new things. Um, we're gonna speed run it all and still end up at a just about an hour. So the, around be fifty two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what we're shooting for. So you got anything before we? Before we do all this, um, but
1: before we get into it, I mean, I guess uh, there was a there was a really big uh, SEC SEC West matchup last week uh, that went to overtime, and I, I mean it, it's what everyone was talking about. So I mean, I know we're about to talk about another SEC West matchup that went into <laughs> overtime that, that everyone was talking about. Th- I mean, I guess people were talking about it just because
0: it was kind of a gross game. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, you just segued perfectly. So let's talk about Notre Dame over Wait, Clinton. Don't... I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to do your intro. Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. Okay. So let me think about something. Uh, this a uh, Saturday morning? Uh, or fr- nah, Friday, Friday, f- Friday night? Friday, Friday night. 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 If you're listening to this on Friday night, you're a, you're a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're big fans of you because you got on this really quick. Is this going to be posted tonight? Yeah. Okay. So either Friday night or Saturday morning marriage advice. <laughs> what I think I'm about to be three weeks into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. uh, just, just make enough for leftovers. <clears throat> make make enough dinner for leftovers throughout the week so that you don't have to cook every single night. More time to spend together. Right? Me and Courtney are still still eating on some chicken tortilla soup from a few days ago. So
1: imagine making chicken tortilla soup, but only making enough to eat it once. <laughs> just, I, need,
0: that's I need. just so bowls, bizarre. I need two bowls worth of chicken tortilla. What soup. What would you cook that in? Like just a little.
1: <laughs> like what you cook green beans in? Yeah, just a little <laughs> little little pot. <laughs> That'd
0: be yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, so just make enough for leftovers. So you don't have to cook. Make everything. a normal amount of food. <laughs> just make food. Don't half recipes. Yeah. There's no reason. Just And just if you see a recipe fridge. and if you see a recipe for one person, double it. Triple it. Qu- make quadruple it. Pentuple it. Wow. <laughs> You're talking about some serious leftovers here. <laughs> but that's marriage advice from two guys that have 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 it combined. Five months and three weeks? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> not to each other. On, on average it's like um, like three a few two, months two months. So not not to each other, but um, our average marriage
1: is like two months.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. College football. Mm-hmm. so Some people are here for. Mm-hmm. They may so, just
1: be here for your intros.
0: Yeah, maybe so. We're going to turn into a marriage podcast. <laughs> all right, so. Going for two. Going for matrimony with <laughs> with Jack Taylor. Um, all right, so before, we have three big games we want to talk about with big implications from last week, like playoff type implications. Wait, wait, but um, wait, wait, wait. Can
1: we make a marriage cookbook? Have it cooking for two? <laughs> with Jack Taylor.
0: you get it started, I'll sign off on it. <laughs> There we go.
1: Put it on Amazon because they'll print and do anything.
0: What What would be the first recipe you put in that? I
1: don't, I don't even know. <laughs>
0: like chicken, uh, country fried steak.
1: Maybe uh, some some good cheap good. ones are like chicken spaghetti, no, that's, chicken that's, tortilla soup, chicken. Any a bunch of soups are good.
0: Bunch of soup chilies.
1: Chilies are good. Um, There's a there's a lot of stuff uh, you can mm-hmm. make salmon and then have salmon bowls as leftovers. Right, that's pretty good. I enjoy that. You use mm-hmm. the leftover rice for that. You just buy. It if anybody top was
0: wondering it. being Hunter being Hunter's roommate was really fun because he or Sarah would always cook when she was over, and they would just offer it to me sometimes. So yeah,
1: you're welcome. Mm-hmm. We we Thanks cooked for, for leftovers and yeah. Jack
0: and I, <laughs> I ruined the <laughs> leftovers. Jack's name is leftovers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People forget. Jack Leftover's Taylor. Okay, let's get into college football. Uh, you were right. saying like uh, yeah. playoff so implications had, we had th- and stuff. We
0: had, we had three games that had like playoff implications. Uh, and But before we get into that, we have to talk about, we have to give an update from last week on our fantasy team that me and Hunter co-manage. I'm only going to say the name one time because it's kind of obscene. The cds nuts suffered their second loss of the season last week um at the hands of nerf or nothing and um so we're third in the league at seven and two um the only teams we've lost to are first and second in the league so i mean we're losing to some high quality opponents but uh, we would like to see us show up against big names um you know we looking also ahead have like
1: the, by far the lowest points against so yeah we're, we're, a, heavy we're, a, heavy defen- we're a heavy defensive team not we're
0: heavy defense we're heavy defensive team and, um, but we never have a good defense. So, um, yeah, yeah. ball, football. football. Yeah. So we survived. Uh, no, we didn't. We, Dak and CDs, um, bye week was, was rough on us. Um, not going to blame it on them because our running backs did not show out last week, but it's a new week and we're already off to a good start here. So <laughs> anyway, um, last week, LSU and Alabama playing in Bryant Denny West as some, some would have called it um since 2010 Bama had not lost a game there and they lost overtime uh, comes around Jaden Daniels on his first play of LSU's uh possession in overtime he scores and they go for two Brian Kelly just puts them on the table and they go for two and they get it LSU storms the field for the first time for this LSU storms the field for the second time since I've been married um which, as I said earlier, three weeks. Uh, so, kind of weird, but um, LSU, right back in the swing of things. I think they're first in the SEC West right now. Yeah. Um, and they're... They have somehow Be- have... Beat
1: Arkansas and you're good.
0: Yeah. They somehow have, like, a chance to go to the playoff now.
1: A lot of things have to go... They just had the
0: win out and beat Georgia. Yeah. And you're I right. mean, I... I think that'll do it, yeah. And TCU probably has to lose, but I don't we'll know talk about if, that.
1: I don't know if they'd keep out an SEC champ. Yeah, they'd have wins over Alabama. I I, I do. I know,
0: think Georgia. I think they would put LSU in over the one loss Oregon team that we're probably gonna have. Dude,
1: the one loss Oregon team is gonna be looking good.
0: I know, but I, I think the playoff team is gonna, gonna be like. So Dude, I Pac-12
1: know. Pac-12 is so good. I love it. Like Oregon They're going to they're they're oh look mess. at Oregon
0: and be like, man, that first week against Georgia, we don't want to see that again. And Oregon has scored like 45 a game since then. Yeah. And Georgia <laughs> hasn't looked that good since then, except for one game against Tennessee. Yeah, did they even look that good? In the first half, Tennessee they were just pretty bad. good. In the first half, they were incredible. But anyway, so LSU over Bama. It puts Bama in a spot that we haven't seen them in i guess since like 20 what was it 2019
1: they had had one loss going into the egg bowl i mean into the iron bowl it wasn't even uh, this bad
0: yeah yeah and that's when they played in the citrus bowl against michigan i believe Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of weird but yeah i mean this also lsu beating bama kind of opened up a weird window for ole miss to have a chance but I lsu will was, still
1: i thought it was easier if bama beat lsu because yeah because lsu had to do would be. yeah
0: because lsu already has the tiebreaker yeah. yeah um but it i guess in in some way it just made bama look more beatable mm-hmm. like gave kind of gives almost a little bit more of a chance but uh, as miss State does every year Olmus miss is now going to have to play bama off of a loss and We'll see how it goes. Well, we're definitely going to talk about that game coming up in a little bit. But the next game is a game that I didn't watch any of. I was in Starkville, but Notre Dame over Clemson. This game was in South Bend, and they won 35-14 uh, to 14 over Clemson. Notre pretty Dame much el- killed them. Pretty much <laughs> eliminating Clemson from the playoff. I think they were up 28 nothing at one point. Um, so... Just I ran mean, the ball on them. It was great. Like, yeah. third and 12, run it, get a first down, run the ball on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, so there was one day early in the season where Notre Dame lost to Marshall, Texas A&M lost to App State, and I would have guaranteed you at that point that, for whatever reason, that A&M was going to have a better season than Notre Dame. And now, as we sit here, I think A&M's 3-6, and – and Notre Dame is six and three. I mean, they've turned into a top 20 team. Yeah, like they um, can,
1: they can mess up some people's playoff stuff coming
0: up. Yeah. I mean, they've messed up North Carolina, uh, North Carolina so far. Clones North Carolina is eight and one. And the only loss is to Notre Dame. So, um, they have USC coming up. That uh, could wreck Marcus, the entire Marcus Freeman off. becoming a Catholic was the ticket for them. So, um, should have done that sooner. Really fun storyline there. Um, But yeah, as far as I'm concerned, kind of eliminates the ACC from having a a team in. Um,
1: God be praised.
0: Yeah, so we we kind of saw it happen, saw it coming with Clemson all year. I mean, some team was going to knock them off, whether it was Syracuse or Wake Forest, NC State or Notre Dame. So it finally happened, and we're thankful for that. Um, last game here we're going to talk about is Georgia over Tennessee. The first time we ever saw a number one versus number one, the AP versus the college football playoff rankings. Um, so that was a f- weird storyline, but obviously one of these teams was going to lose. And it looks like it was a fairly close game, but Georgia jumped out to a massive lead in the first half. And Tennessee's offense that has been their trademark all year just couldn't couldn't get going. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, was pretty much wrong on that one. Uh, yeah, that was the one game we
0: had different last week. And I, was and I changed
1: it right before we sent him in. I said, <laughs> You did I'm it for content. for content. And then we had the exact same
0: for nine. And then. Yeah. Um, once again, me and Hunter just have the same brain when it comes to college football. Um, so Our little our personal echo
1: chamber known as going for two with Jack Taylor.
0: Yeah. Um, so and I think I'm up by one right You're now. You're up by one. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so that game—I mean, that—that w- that decided the East right there. As long as Georgia beats uh, us and Kentucky, um, they—they're in. So not—not not too tall of a task. They'd have to lose both, right? They would have to lose both. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not happening.
0: So as long as they beat Kentucky,
1: congratulations, f- Georgia! You're in the playoffs. mm mm-hmm. Congratulations, Tennessee!
0: You are you probably need Georgia be to
1: better. win the SEC.
0: <laughs> yeah um all right so those are the three huge games from last week there were there were some other ones um but obviously those were just the ones with like i said playoff implications arkansas lost to liberty with a third string quarterback mm-hmm so that's what everybody was expecting Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay let's get into this game all right so do you want to start off here or um sure sure
1: i i may not go with how the script looks but um okay i'll fill in gaps i was i was pretty much right about how scary it is playing a, a team with an interim coach that cares gets the team behind them um that that auburn team was fired up they didn't quit they went down uh cadillac just running on the sideline just at all times uh high energy uh the post game stuff after the loss like the dude dude has them believing and then i was very mm. happy today when uh auburn unveiled their new uh, facility that it wasn't brian harson they got to show
0: him it it was cadillac yeah. <laughs> like can that, we that just talk horrible. about that for a second yeah that's yeah. some things i've never seen in a football facility clemson has slides auburn has recording studios uh what is, was it a golf simulator? simulator? A flight, flight simulator, not a golf simulator. A flight simulator. Like what the
1: heck? They have a barber shop, which places have that, but yeah, I have
0: seen that before.
1: And the place just looks awesome. And I I read this one that in the weight room there's like the, theatrical lighting across the middle that can like do like a spotlight down on one rack for during max days so all the Mm. other lights will go off and it will just do a spotlight on one of the racks wow (laughs) which is the coolest thing ever uh i don't care if that seems like a waste
0: of money that's awesome i want to go there one day (laughs) yeah i mean that it's things like that that are gonna set like We've been saying it for weeks like the whole John Cohen to Auburn is not a lateral move It's a definitely an upgrade and it's things like that that prove that so I'm pretty sure um, they had a better indoor practice facility than us before and then mm -hmm. they built that (laughs) I Don't think we have much competition against anybody in our indoor practice facility, but um, Yeah, like the whole like Lane Kiffin to Auburn would not be a lateral move either, like yeah. that. I'm not that, sure how many coaches would wouldn't be that a locker move. room alone, or that that whole facility alone proves that. LSU. So, I mean,
1: Auburn is like one spot worse of a job than LSU. Like, and they may be even. Like, the only reason yeah. it's not Auburn over them is because Auburn has to play Georgia every year. Yeah, which right. that may be changing soon.
0: Yeah. Right. Hmm. It was, it was truly an incredible video And it made it even better Like you said That Cadillac was the one That got to present it to them And you know I always love those videos No matter who What the team is Give, Give me my the cookies players. I'm not leaving here <laughs> Players going through the Their new locker room And everything It's, it's so much fun to watch
1: This isn't is even the locker room My bad <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much
0: And then at the end
1: Cadillac's like Y'all down for a sleepover? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so confirmed Auburn winning this weekend. Yeah um, All right, so what else you got on this game? Uh, n-
1: not much. Uh, I like Cadillac. It was fun to see him uh, get his shot. His post-game mm-hmm. inter- uh, interview was really really good uh, I-, I really enjoyed all the videos coming out of Auburn
0: Yeah, I'm glad hard I-, I-, I didn't
1: get to experience
0: this Yeah, I mean do you think there's any chance at all and I know it's it's Auburn they're a big school it needs to make a big change really quickly um no chance he becomes the head coach, right? Uh, I I don't know if he wants it. Okay. But
1: I could see him staying as like associate head coach.
0: Yeah, okay. He, like and, and shoot, I he he mean he'll may very well just be the running back's coach. He'll still. he'll
1: I mean, be an Auburn lifer probably.
0: Like Yeah. That makes sense. I, I just I know it's it's always a difficult decision, like if an interim does a good job, like some people feel like they deserve it, but Auburn needs Something new. I know, will and, shut and, down the wanting Dion stuff,
1: um, for Auburn. Uh you have mm-hmm. your own Dion. <laughs> yep. <That's> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Right? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Alright. Um to talk just a little bit more about this game and obviously yeah, Cadillac had a big effect on it because it was an Auburn team that was Truly dead for the weeks leading up to Harson's firing. Um, they didn't look dead for half of this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, they came out. They went down 17 points, and any team, especially a team that has lost five or six games in a row, lost their head coach a week ago, just not, don't really have much to play for. Like any, I, I could. I don't. I wouldn't look down on them if they just quit at that point, and we just win that game. You know, 38. 40, 45 to nothing whatever um but they didn't quit i mean they, they made us sweat it out and it was just a mirror image of what we saw last year um you know auburn went up 28 to 3 and then we just battled all the way back and scored you know, 40 unanswered points or something crazy like that and auburn in, in a sense did the same thing to us we were up 24 to 3 and they came back and took the lead and um had it not been just for just some sloppy play um they they would have would have just handled it to the very end, um, but just an ugly game from both teams, um, and
1: uh, I've never been more was...
0: grateful for a win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that that one had me contemplating, and I know I called it in the preseason and everything. That was the only thing I could fall back on. Yeah, um, but I am. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't even have that one.
0: Yeah, I mean. It was it was an utter collapse, but walking away from that stadium, like it's it feels infinitely better to, to like experience that game and win it than to like see us go through all that and then lose it. Like, you're obviously not like thrilled about it either way, but it's still, all right, it it does help out a lot that we won. Um, did you hear
1: that truck that just passed? I did. That, that
0: was so loud. <laughs> I thought it was a tractor. I live, I live on an avenue. Sixteenth <laughs> Avenue? Nope. Um, yeah, I I thought, I think a lot of it, or all the credit, truly, needs to go to the defense. Um, They dealt with short fields for Auburn's offense the whole time, like, the whole game. Um, Like, four or five times, we would turn the ball over, either Will getting strip-sacked or, you know, um, a punter not being able to handle a snap or trouble with the snap. Um, Like, they would just get the ball in our red zone, like, they had it like three or four times, and our defense and Zach Arnett held him out as long as he possibly could. And then in the fourth quarter, you could tell they were just they were just out of gas. And um, you know what? Robbie the Robbie Ashford is that a quarterback's name? Uh yeah. He just took advantage you could call
1: of it. You could call him a quarterback.
0: Yeah, um, just quarterback draw and uh, scramble after scramble and. He just he would just run in because we were just gassed by the end of it, and along with Tank Big Tank Bigsby, and, so, and West
1: Hunter, which they were just feeding, yeah <laughs> against mm. us,
0: yeah. So it it wasn't pretty, but all the credit needs to go to the defense, I, I think, and then a, a little bit of credit to a referee that gave us a free pass interference penalty in overtime. Thank you for that. Um, also, yeah.
1: um, an Auburn kicker miss. Uh, that, yeah. was,
0: that was weird.
1: That, um, that was odd. And a Mississippi State kicker hit three straight 44-yard field goals. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I'm going to talk about our offense in a little bit, but yeah. Now that we're on the topic, let's just talk about special teams for a second. Um, I have it titled here, Special Teams Giveth and Special Teams Taketh Away. Because I'm just going to go through a series of things that happened in this game. So, Tulu returning punts for the first time in his life. They decide to give him a day with... Just nasty, misting rain. Um, I, I don't know what the reason for him not returning punts is, but I, I would assume it's just a little bit different catching punts with people in your face than it is kickoffs with people 40 yards away. Um, and he was having to do this for the first time ever in the rain. Was, was the, the rain like the Egg Bowl
1: last year? It was very similar. Less it cold. wasn't
0: cold. wasn't cold, yeah. Okay. Um, so he was... He muffed the first one and looked very uncomfortable for the first like four or five, um, and then he has 144 yard kick, or 144 kick return yards, and a touchdown. And I'm like, how is this the same person? Um, Georgeopolis and Trafford they had five punts that went an average of 32 yards. Um, Trafford didn't hold one of them and he was tackled before getting it off. And then Biscardi nails three straight 44 yard field goals two of them didn't count because they were icing him but he makes all three of them for some reason and then a kickoff at the very end that like gave us another chance to win on another field goal Uh, a kickoff just goes straight off of an Auburn players chest like it looked like something straight out of one of our NCAA 14 games Um, not planned supposedly. I mean, I don't know how you could plan There's that. There's no
1: way that would be planned. The, the SEC <laughs> people the, were like, oh, that, that could have been planned because they don't... Please don't plan that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, if that had gone bad, Auburn would have just needed 10 yards and they could have won the game. Like, that is not the plan, ever. Um, but yeah, it was a it was an ugly game for special teams. Ironically, special teams is what won it for us with um, uh. Biscardi making the 44-yarder and Auburn missing it in overtime. I know we scored a touchdown, but football's weird. That could have made a difference. Um, It's just – it is really weird that in a game where Auburn's offense struggled so much early on and uh, our offense struggled so much
1: in the second half. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, but it's it's weird that special teams is what, like, won us the game, but it could have lost – it's weird. It's bizarre. It was gross. Didn't um, like it. Yeah. Enjoyed it. So, didn't like it. <laughs> enjoyed it. Hated it. Um, <laughs> wouldn't do again. Had a good time. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to bring up a little bit on the offense, and I'm, I'm going to fall back on you to kind of explain it to me if you can. So okay, I'll try. I I need to know. Like I know that teams have kind of figured out. Stacking the box against Will kind of works because although you're not dropping eight, he, you're forcing him to make quick decisions, which sometimes that's just not a strong suit of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're getting to him a lot quicker. So, and it, taking advantage of, uh, of a very middle-of-the-road offensive line too. Um, it's, not, it's not all on Will, but he could make better decisions and quicker ones. So because of this stacked box, whether it's four or five men, whatever, we're just not running the ball as much as we were Weeks ago against A and M or Arkansas and teams before that, so is there some adjustment that we can make, or is the solution just try it? I mean, just like just uh, just try to run the ball. It's
1: get the um, those little running back like or like any little screen passes out to the outside. That's what you do. Um, you you make them cover out there. Uh, you, you spread those. Because then they can out. no longer stack it. Okay. Yeah, and it's yeah. just it's like run game, but you're passing it it's just you know the typical like oh it's an extension of the run game you got to get the ball out fast that's how you do it so Mm -hmm. it's just that and then not being able to get in the rhythm and it's just kind of when you get a bad mississippi state offense there's no getting out of it
0: yeah i got you it's just like we were super super successful going into that kentucky game and then kentucky alabama and auburn all in a row it's like no more running the ball for us after having like huge performances in the weeks leading up to them. Um but C know... and it may just be horrible against the run. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> um and I I remember the Ark I knew you were at the Arkansas game. The first possession that we had against them, and it was kind of set the tone for the whole day. But the first possession, I think we threw it one time, but we went yeah. seventy-five yards down the field just straight running the ball. Like it was Something I had not. Please seen have out of this bumper offense. pool
1: as your starting linebacker. Um, <laughs>
0: that, but that helped. I, I um, know he's good
1: and everything, but I just hate
0: him. Have yeah. a have a cooler name. It sounds like an attraction at the fair. Um, well, Dylan, uh, what game did he get hurt in? I, I was away from Mississippi State football I for think a few weeks.
1: What what was our game before Alabama? Kentucky. I guess it was Kentucky.
0: Yeah. Um. So Dylan was hurt and he was very limited in, in the game against Auburn. Um, but you know, Jaclavius Marks looked good the few times they let him go, and Simeon Price is is good enough. You know, um, it was just I, it was it was tough to not see an adjustment be made. I think I heard on Thunder and Lightning that there was a stretch from the second quarter into the middle of the third that we passed the ball in like twenty five straight plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. <laughs> it's just hard to, hard to watch when you hit, you know three and out or maybe one first down on a possession or something against Auburn who is not good, mm-hmm. yeah, um, correct. So yeah, anyway, I think that's all I have on the Auburn game. I, I thought you know when when things start going bad for our offense, they just look r- terrible. Like we saw it in the LSU game, we saw it in the Kentucky game. I'm sure it happened in the Bama game, but I didn't watch that. Um, mm-hmm. But like when we start getting three and outs and, and Roger starts getting sacked, receivers just stop catching the ball. And I know that weather had to do with it, but it's like the mentality just changes and we just lose focus, stop catching the ball, and everything just looks so ugly. But when we need to make plays, we've been making them. And Will had a had a uh, like a 35, 40-yard pass to Rara that um, kind of put us back in the game after not scoring for like... Two and a half quarters, um, so like credit has to be given there, I guess, to Will for just keeping composure and, and making a, a game winning drive, and he did it twice, um, and almost did it three times after this fake squib kick kind of thing. Um, but anyway, that's that's what I have on the Auburn game. It wasn't um, wasn't pretty. It was fun to be there, but it's just fun to be in Starkville. So, all right, moving on to all this information, all this data that we have for the Georgia game. I'll let you start off on this one.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Georgia's uh, a 16.5 point favorite. Mm-hmm. That, that seems about right. Um, maybe a little bit higher. Um, they're not coming off of a loss, so we avoided that. That was pretty good. Um, they're pretty good. Not going to lie. They are, they are um, a good team. I mean, in their... Wait, if they only played... They only played two road games this season. Georgia? Really? Yeah. They played South Who's... Carolina and Missouri on the road. Hmm. Yeah, because Florida, that's a um, neutral site, and Oregon was a neutral site.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: And then, jeez. Is Kentucky on the road? Yeah, Kentucky's on the road as well. I what mean... About Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech is at home. Okay. So, I, I mean, I mean... Georgia, I mean... And one out of their two games on the road, they didn't play. They didn't play great.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure A we'll huge have sample the, size. I'm sure we'll have the South Carolina um, part of that data. Yeah, uh, the 48. Definitely not the Missouri seven really. game uh, opposed to the 26 to 22 when you with leading the game the entire game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Georgia's pretty good. Uh, I refuse to respect Stetson Bennett. Uh, regardless of what he does to us in this game, I will not respect him. I do not care. I'll, I'll die on that hill. You don't have Jones in your bones? Nope. Um I'm not even sure he was that good at Jones. I think he I think he was <laughs> carried by the defense.
0: He was bad. <laughs> he was just horrible.
1: <laughs> I don't know why he got a shot at Georgia. Because Kirby he must have pictures of Kirby Smart. Which I guess he won a national championship and like was the best quarterback against a Heisman winner in a mm-hmm. national championship game. I don't know. I refuse to respect him. Um, Georgia's good. They have those big, scary group of linebackers. Um, the, there's, there's no real sample size or any comparison to playing against those guys. Um, you know, the size of everyone else's left tackles, but running 4, four, four fours. Um, and catching everything, so, so that's a little worrisome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We did play, we did play them well in twenty twenty. Um, that team may not have been very good, uh, if you remember. Hey. I believe that was like a three loss Georgia in a ten, mm-hmm. 10 game season. So so yeah, I don't I don't know what to think here. Uh, I'd be very surprised if we won easily. Uh, <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah um but would I be surprised if this game is close? No, just because the universe likes to hurt me. Um, just give me just a little bit of hope and then hurt me. But yeah, that's kind of what I got on, got on Georgia.
0: Okay. Um, they haven't played I will say going before. back to that going back to that 2020 game um, that's like a game that I think about probably way too often, but it's like it was one of the more unexpected it made me so happy. Like it, it, I, I don't think i've ever been that happy and like remembered a loss like that three years later except for like 2017 alabama that i still think about to this day but that was like more like we should have won if the referees hadn't screwed up this one was like we sh- we could have just won like no help from referees no help from half of our roster like we played with 40 players and like almost beat a like, top 10 like team like 25 scholarship players yeah um <laughs> And that was a game, like, I, I think if Stetson Bennett had started, we would have won. But they started JT Daniels for like the first time and the only time, maybe. He decided um, to be really, really good. And he just aired it out to Jermaine Burton like f- five times. Like, I just want to look at his stats from that game. Hold on. He's now at Alabama, by the way. Um, Great wide and, receiver there, right? And ha- and having fun, yeah. Um, he had in that game eight catches for 197 yards and two touchdowns. That may be more
1: receiving yards than he has at Alabama this year.
0: Yep. Why did he Why did he do that? I don't know. George Pickens also in that game eight catches and 87 yards for a touchdown. We'll see him. Um, but yeah, I we were just JT Daniels away from. Uh, winning that game so now that he's not there I I guarantee we win Um, (laughs) Jermaine Burton and JT Daniels gone so I mean all threats neutralized Um, so yeah makes sense to me um that being said How, how many how many receiving yards did Jermaine Burton have in that game
1: 197 uh, he has 188 on the season this year,
0: <laughs> with two touchdowns. <laughs> and that was like playing against Martin Emerson and Emmanuel Forbes. Like, <laughs> what? What were they doing? I, I would have to assume. No, it was our was safeties. Up. We,
1: we had white oh, yeah. safety.
0: Remember? Yeah, <laughs> we were playing with White Gidry. <laughs> Any, anyway, 2020 was awesome. Um, Good year all oh. around, right? we had a bowl in thanks mvp Malik heath no mvk most valuable kicker um anyway um yeah that's what i got I, I to close out on georgia that 2020 game i think about it a lot um that's that's the reason i think that we'll keep it within two scores like that's the only thing i got yeah otherwise i think we match up horribly But that 2020 game, man, that was fun. Yeah. You want to get into our picks for the week? Let's do it. Okay. These picks are brought to us by Football Freddy, who is still the reason that I'm on top somehow. Um, I'm up one game uh, with three weeks left. Yeah. So that's not going to hold. If if we're tied, we have to pick the Army-Navy game. (laughs)
1: Is that what we're going to do? I don't know. That kind (laughs) of sounds fun. What if we both pick the same one? We have a wheel. Okay. (laughs) We have a wheel that assigns our picks.
0: All right. Um, And we do it against the spread. (laughs) 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 All right. So first game that we got here, uh, and these are with the, um, we're going to hear rankings, and they're the college playoff rankings. They're not um, AP poll because AP poll doesn't matter anymore. So, game number one, we've got number seven, LSU at Arkansas. LSU. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: taking LSU here. Scared for LSU. Um, mm-hmm. Spooky, spooky spot. Um, but I, I think they'll run on them. So, yeah. I,
0: I need LSU to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, also need them to beat A&M. So, um, yeah, I just want to eliminate any chance for Ole Miss to make it I, to Atlanta. How much I would
1: like the shot to keep... Ole Miss out of Atlanta I don't want it Uh, I I, I don't
0: (laughs) oh that would be horrible but so much fun like if I'd really enjoy it if if everything goes right Ole Miss just has to win the Egg Bowl and Mississippi State stands in their way we would lose that game 20 (laughs) times out of 20 but But probably did
1: win it oh my
0: god but probably win it 20 times out of 20 because it's the Egg Bowl and makes zero sense um (laughs) But we know that that's not how that would go. I, I don't I want their chances to be eliminated to tomorrow. So yeah. um, anyway, I'm taking LSU as well. Game number two. Um, it's it's the game I'm I'm most excited for, but most scared of. Uh, game number two is number ten Alabama at number eleven Ole Miss. As we've mentioned, Alabama coming off of a of a of a heartbreaking loss lose this game and they will not have double digit wins in a regular season for the first time since i i don't know is it
1: just say 2007 it's a good guess 2007 probably
0: yeah that's that is hilarious um and olmes could do it i mean like they have the chance to do it uh alabama is 12-and-a-half-point favorites, 12-point favorites or something? Uh, yeah, I think it may have dropped
1: a lot. But one thing on I...
0: Alabama is,
1: uh, apart from undefeated teams, they are so incredibly close to being undefeated.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But they're also very, very close to being a three-loss team
0: right now. Four. Loss I mean, they, team. Are, they are an ugly field goal against Tennessee and... a Freak two-point conversion against LSU from being undefeated and no doubt like a number like a top two team and then they
1: could they could also be at four losses right now I mean Mm -hmm. A&M uh Jimbo a good play um and Quinn Ewers don't die um (laughs) challenge difficulty Heisman um but yeah Alabama may be good they may suck but I mean if you look at Ole Miss I mean I know they run the ball really really well there's a reason for that um you have to. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure on either of these teams, so I'm going with Alabama. Um,
0: I don't they, think it's ever, like, a bad choice
1: to go with Alabama. They were close with LSU. Um, Ole Miss got bullied by LSU. Yeah. So, so you take those. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with,
0: Alabama right. here. I like it. I'm also going Alabama. Alabama, um, I, I – it may just not happen uh, – like I, every week, I expect Ole Miss to get like put in their place and like finally get exposed, but it just like I guess LSU. It was their, their one time to do it, but um, Ole Miss like we, going eleven
1: and one and not going to Atlanta
0: would be funny though. Yeah, I, I would have to say I would I would kind of enjoy that, but um, I I do need Alabama to shut them up really quick though. Yeah, um, get your popcorn ready. By the way, um, game number three. Is number twenty-two UCF at number sixteen Tulane in a game that everybody expected to be a ranked matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me uh, included. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm taking UCF. Uh, don't really. Yeah, I'm also taking UCF. Um
0: <laughs> Tulane. Jr. Their one. Their their main win on the season. Kansas State. But their one loss on the season. Southern Miss. So, make it make sense. Um, yeah, I'm taking UCF and John Rice Plumley. Game number four. Another fun one. Um, would have been America's game of the week if Georgia wasn't coming to Mississippi State, but South Carolina at Florida. Um yep, that's happening. Gimme Florida.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, next we've got Bo Nicks at home. We've got Washington. Yeah, my pick's n-
1: easy. Uh give me Oregon.
0: Washington at number six, <laughs> Bo Nicks. And um, yeah, there we go. Bo Nicks, take them Bo Nicks. Take them. All right. Now we're getting here into some fun ones. Um, maybe one fun one game number six is number four TCU with a chance to screw up everything um, if they just went out go undefeated um, for TCU at number 18 Texas TCU probably the slowest starting team in all of college football I mean they it's like every time I look at their score they're down by like 14 and then all of a sudden I look and they won um, so what do you think about this one
1: um, Texas is staunchly opposed to purple. Um, so <laughs> give me Texas. First, re-
0: first reported by Going for Two. I bet no and one else often, is
1: talking about how Texas is staunchly opposed to purple.
0: Right. I mean, it's 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 remarkable. I can't go uh, another
1: week with a TCU post-win video. <laughs> I've hit, I've reached my limit. <laughs> Techno right. win. Techno win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you don't know what we're talking about, yeah. just go to
1: TCU's Instagram and watch their post-win videos. Yep. be like Techno MP4.
0: <laughs> TCU and the Buffalo Bills, it, it they are the same. Can we team.
1: talk about TCU's um, fight song?
0: Have Have you heard it, Jack? Mm-hmm. I. Was it was it a video of them like seeing it on a plane or something? Uh yeah. No, yeah. that was that was two lane, I think. Um let me Here we go. One, two, three, Red Grandpa zoo! lickety lickety, zoo zoo, who ha wow, yo hell GCU, Red Grandpa zoo! lickety lickety zoo zoo, who ha wahoo, wah, yo hell G C you Red Grandpa Zo, Lickety, lady zoo Lickety lickety zoo zoo. I could have done without that. Uh um, yeah, yeah. So give me Texas... Texas Give me Texas. Um I I want Texas to be good at football. It's all that I ever want. I want Texas and Mississippi State to be undefeated every year. And Dude, then,
1: Courtney just posted your honeymoon pictures. Oh. Dude, I think I beat you to the like.
0: I don't have my phone on me. Let's go.
1: I'm so good at this.
0: Um anyway. Yeah, I, I want Texas to be good at football every year. I just think it's so much more fun when Texas is good at football. I say that about every like blue blood team when they whenever they're good, but um, Texas is is just special. I like them a lot. Um, I want them to play spoiler in this TCU season. So, um, I'm both of us taking Texas there. So game number seven, number fifteen, North Carolina sitting at eight and one right now. Randomly going to Wake Forest. Uh, I'll pick this one first since I think you've picked first every time. Um, give me North Carolina. Yeah,
1: I'm going Wake here. Um, I think it's time for North Carolina to, you know, take that take that loss that they've been they've been they've been waiting on it for for mm-hmm. a good little time, and it'd be it'd be ACC esque for for it to end with Clemson around number eleven, and then everyone else at around twenty three through. 32 so
0: yeah I like it um yeah so first one we're disagreeing on by the way yeah. um I'm taking North Carolina you're taking Wake Forest should be a good one there Then we got game number eight A&M at Auburn the battle of two teams that have not won since September um A&M essentially just got eliminated from bowl contention last week <laughs> Unless they can find a win, what are they right now? Three and five.
1: Three
0: and six. Three and six. <laughs> um, yeah, A and think they maybe three. and M would have to beat. They have to win their la- next three games, and one of those is against LSU. So probably, probably not going to happen. They but I don't, do gonna, I don't even think they're going to. I don't even think they're going to win this game. I, I think Auburn wins. Yeah, I'm taking Auburn as well. Man, I like it. All right, game number nine, number twenty-three, Kansas State. Matt Baylor. I'm actually having to go and look at who I said was going to win this I know game. who you
1: picked. I have it on my screen right now.
0: All right, so I'm going to let you pick first okay. so I'll know who I picked.
1: Yeah. Um, I took Baylor here. Uh, Baylor okay. Baylor's in a weird spot. Um, they, they, they have like a really easy shot randomly to be in the Big 12 championship after mm-hmm. what seems like a disappointing season. Uh, they're yeah. just sitting there at six and three with the same record as Texas, Baylor, Kansas State, all just hunched up right
0: there. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and I, just so you know, uh, anybody listening right now, we do predecide our picks. Like we know what each other are gonna pick. I know that might ruin the fun, but we're just trying to keep us honest here, so we don't. Um, so so we don't Jack
1: like... doesn't get a one game lead, and then. Block me. Just yeah. Imagine if other. Dinner. Imagine if other Mississippi State
0: shows could do this. Like it's such a simple solution, and mm-hmm. you can make it sound. You can still make it sound organic if you want to. It, it's it is organic. Just yeah. have your picks. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. There you go. Don't make up um, your picks on the spot. I get a one game lead in September. and I'm like, well, I won. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be picking that because you're picking that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, just today, like Hunter has a chance to flip it from a one-game deficit to a one-game win. Yeah. If not, I could can't imagine not having this thought process. All right. Now, game number ten, America's game of the week. Dogs versus dogs. Number one, Georgia coming to town at Mississippi State. Give me who you think's winning and a score prediction. Uh, give me the dogs.
1: Um, that's that was one, fun that was a good one wasn't it um, yeah yeah. Give, give me Georgia I know I picked this one in my preseason thing um, Georgia is not regressing how I expected uh, they're kind of better um, <laughs> and we're worse so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah give me Georgia uh, I'll give you my score prediction um, what did they do against Kent State um, 39-22 to 22 sounds right.
0: All right. You think we're putting up 22 on them? Yeah, we could. All right. I think we're going to go 45-13. Uh, Georgia winning, 45-13. Okay. Um, offensive player of the week? My offensive player of the week. I think we're going to need to see multiple scores from Caleb Ducking. If we're going to have any chance to... Make this interesting. I know multiple scores would make sense if we missed an extra point for the thirteen-point prediction there. But um, if if we're gonna have a chance, I think Caleb Ducky needs to go for multiple scores. Uh give me Justin Robinson. Uh, yeah. Revenge game. That could be kind of. I fun. like that. I uh, like that a lot.
1: That's the only reason I have that.
0: Yeah. All right. Your defensive guy first. Uh, Jet Johnson. I like it. So I'll lead the team he, in tackles what do you think some uh some jet on stetson crime this weekend no maybe not really just a bunch of tackles for around a eight yard gain (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like it um i haven't i haven't heard because our our uh transparency in our football program is is zero if emmanuel forbes is like alive uh if he's playing if he's on the operating table right now i have no idea um I would like to have him as my player of the week every single week. You've set him as your player of the week, and he had surgery. So yeah. um, I'll take him, and if he's not out there. It's then still, get, still it. <laughs> yeah, then just I'm sure he'll have more of an effect than half of our defense. Um, yeah, there we go. So Instagram questions to close us out. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to do those, or do you want me to do them? I'll do them.
0: Okay. All right. Um, We have two questions here from Courtney Taylor. Uh, Question number one, who would you like to see in the playoffs? Give me your quick four right now.
1: Who would I like to see or or what's going to happen?
0: I'll I'll give you what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Okay.
1: Georgia is making it. So Mm -hmm. so Georgia won. Um, Ohio State's going to abuse Michigan, hopefully. Um, If not, uh, Michigan will abuse Ohio State. (laughs) Um, so, so we have Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan. So I'm gonna lean Ohio State. Um, we have Pac-12 champion, Oregon. So, so, mm-hmm. so they they they'll have a really good resume. And then my fourth team will be Tennessee. Uh, I think TCU is mm-hmm. gonna lose this week, and I think Tennessee. I mean, they're sitting there. They have they have a massive win over LSU, and that's yeah. only gonna age better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like so, it. So that's fine
0: um okay I'm gonna stick with your first two like Clemson and then the big Ten Clemson nope uh, nope no, Georgia I mean <laughs> Georgia and the the one of the Ohio State Michigan teams mm-hmm. um I'll probably say Oregon and then uh just for something fun say TCU proves me wrong I'll, I'll let them slide in okay uh, just just for for content, you know, as we do. Content. All right. Question number two from Courtney: Top five best restaurants in Starkville.
1: Uh, Forty four Prime
0: let's, is up there. Let's do two individual lists. We had different restaurant experiences okay. in Starkville. Uh, starting at number five,
1: um, give me humble taco as my fifth.
0: Yeah, it's good it's up there, there for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your fifth? Uh, number five for me. I'm probably gonna go Little Dewey.
1: Okay, I like it. Uh, number four for me. I'm gonna. I may run out of these. Uh, give me <laughs> taste for my number four.
0: Okay, I never went there. That's um I'll go humble taco for much. my four. Okay,
1: number three. Um, give me Stromboli's. Okay, R.I.P. No, no, they're still in the name and everything, so it'll, it'll still be
0: there. Okay. gotcha. don't worry. Um, number three for me, I'll probably go to Restaurant Tyler. Okay. Like a Mississippi River biscuit. Yeah.
1: Um, number two for me, give me Forty Four Prime.
0: Okay. Number two, I'm going. Two Brothers. Okay. Yeah,
1: Two Brothers didn't make mine somehow. Um, I yep. didn't
0: go there a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then number one, give me Bulldog Burger. I've never had a bad time there. That is my number one. It's so good. Every time, it's so good. (laughs) They they don't miss.
0: Yeah, Nathan Taylor, my uncle. He tells me, like his strategy is every time he goes, he goes down one burger like on the list. Like he just gets a different one every time. I do that, and some of the burgers don't even sound good. Like I don't like barbecue all that much, Um, like on a burger especially. I I would just get a barbecue burger sometimes, and it would just hit every single time. That's so weird. Um, Like. Pepper jelly on a burger. Why? Why is this cream cheese on a burger? Uh, Why why? does this taste just a (laughs) fried mozzarella patty on a burger? That's the best thing on earth. God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's enough of that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks for the question, Courtney. Next question is from CJ Hunter. So we've got which bulldog will win? Key players. Um, I'll Um,
1: probably go with Fresno State here. Um, (laughs) and give me Jake Hayner.
0: Yeah. I hate you. Um, I'll probably go Georgia. Key players: uh, Caleb Ducking and maybe Emmanuel Forbes. Um, for further um, explanation on that, just go back and listen to the podcast. Um, I'm sure there's last some question.
1: Basketball uh, Bulldogs playing tonight.
0: Right. <laughs> last question here comes from football Nathan Seventeen, um, and it is: What is a good nickname for Will? Um, probably baseball will, uh, two. I'll probably say like William would probably be a good nickname for Will. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for our Instagram questions. Um, we truly appreciate all of you uh, sending us questions. And it was kind of a, a last minute thing here on a Friday. Uh, but, there we go. We can always count on you guys for the questions. can always count on you guys to listen, and we hope that uh, you enjoy it. I hope that um, you have a great weekend of college football or not watching college football, whatever you choose to do. Um, hope you have a good one, and we'll see you next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Taylor, we are not going to see them. Jack, I, I, need,
1: I remember when you were like, we're going to speed through this, and we're going to be around 55 minutes. Are we at 55 minutes? We're at 54-17. <laughs> <laughs> Man. We
0: were, we're well, pretty good. We're a well-oiled machine. I can just feel it. You know. It's getting kind uh, of What of are, these are we gonna say for so. Luke Meyer? Um, um Hey Luke. Um uh,
1: who's who's the best um, wide receiver on the Dallas Cowboys? CD's nuts! <laughs>